0: Good afternoon, everyone. We're going to shape our world with clean energy appliances across the streets and homes of America. I want to open my address today with the great clean energy plan and the context behind the suggested plan that I believe we all should take into consideration for our world's future. For centuries, American Americans and citizens of our globe have relied on oil and natural gas with coal extracts to fuel our automobiles, businesses, and even at homes for furnishing and cooking. As we all know, these long-old activities caused by humans alone have contributed to an extreme accumulation of carbon dioxide trapped into the Earth's atmosphere that have damaged pretty much also its ozone layer, a layer responsible for protecting the Earth and its inhabitants from ultraviolet radioactive rays that can lead to skin cancer and growth of heat temperatures around the skies and waters of our globe. Moreover, as we have seen going into this year, the daylight hours and days are passing at a quicker pace than it has ever seen since the last 80 years which means days and months will fly by at an accelerating pace than any other year that mankind has ever witnessed from these global warming effects, as we discussed regarding this back in early February. Already, as we speak into the later part of this year, many leaders from around the globe, including Presidents Obama and Biden, have attended the 2021 UN Climate Change Conference Summit to discuss solutions to mitigate climate change for the next year and beyond. The COP26 summit through the Glasgow Climate Pact also had representatives from over 160 nations mutually agreeing on the following incentives. Recognizing the emergency of the levels of carbon dioxide and greenhouse zero emissions, developing the sense of urgency in building climate finance, taking massive action at an unprecedented pace, completing the remnants of the playbook guidelines from the previous 2016-17 Paris Agreement, maintaining biodiversity from further loss, and degradation from the natural scenes, stepping up to extend the support of the Pact to non-participating nations and groups of communities to enhance comprehensive compliance, and leading away from the uses of fossil fuels as energy sources for future applications. These protocols are surely new, yet to be followed, and I believe the plan I look forward to suggesting and proposing for for adherence can be in great accordance with the incentives set forth by the Glasgow Pact. To recap in summary, the leaders of the Glasgow Pact have agreed that the average global temperatures among global temperature among industrial levels must be limited to 1.5 degrees Celsius or below to have a chance at limiting greenhouse gas emissions to net zero and below. Leaders also agreed to set national policy to reduce carbon gas emissions by next year instead of twenty twenty-five, since the world is overall falling short in reducing at least between forty-five and fifty percent, forty-five percent and fifty percent of the carbon gas trapped emissions and action must be taken as quickly as possible. Moreover, fossil fuel reserves and subsidies must come to a gradual meltdown, as it has been a primary contributor of the highest greenhouse gas emissions into the Earth's Earth's atmosphere for over 70 years. Many Glasgow Pact Agreement partners have promised that each developed nation involved will be dedicating a portion of their fiscal budget of around one hundred u s dollar billion u s dollars a day for developing nations to level up their projects for clean energy initiatives by twenty twenty three many leaders have called for work programs that can train and educate environmental professionals about adapting global solutions for sustainable development in climates and earth's living conditions for major ecosystems. Most impressively, global leaders have agreed to set up a coalition and networking opportunity that connects with developing countries to provide assistance, knowledge, and resources. To stop the climate crisis at its lows, as well as minimize loss associated with the climate change adversity, on or by 2023. On or by 2023, I was proud to witness the summit happen on television news networks in the middle of a pandemic that is still ongoing for almost two years now. But summits alone cannot solve the problems to provide clean energy resources needed for effective operation of flight lights and electricity, without damaging the Earth's atmosphere. Actions must be taken to resolve the crisis of climate change, biodiversity loss, and global warming. instead, I believe that I have a comprehensive plan that I can suggest to make the ends for peoples can suggest to make the ends to meet the ends for people's access to clean energy and preservation of their natural environments without further loss. First, we must provide automobiles with standards that can decarbonize road transport through major car manufacturers such as General Motors and Tesla, and can be responsible for reducing global gas emissions by 35% or higher and higher before 2035, and explore the options to reduce the current makeup contribut- contributor for carbon gas emissions by 10% in other countries before or by 2040. Solar panel and other clean energy features must be introduced to the markets for usage and availability to ful- fulfill this objective for automobiles and home appliances, such as in the attic of many homes. Secondly, we must provide educational programs to the public which should be available for learning through online or peer-to-peer instruction on how their families can save money and taxes for simply doing their part of saving electricity with clean energy initiatives at home or while going to work and so forth and how they can be awarded annually for doing their part. Transitioning to a low-carbon economy is a must for banks, institutions, major industrial powerhouses across the globe which can boost another 9 trillion dollars from 9 trillion dollars from being spent on carbon fuels but rather be used for expenses in other sectors that deserves attention from governments. I'm hopeful that this clean energy incentive plan which I will also dis- I will also discuss more about on a separate date can incentivize families with the expectation that they are doing the duty necessary to save the planet from further damage and will be rewarded for acting with courage. I hope you can join me in this journey to perform the responsibility needed to make this, to make this earth an eco-friendly planet, planet for the future. Until next time, thanks for listening.